Did you hear what happened in Colorado? That's now the second time this week some Democrat has screwed somebody in a judicial hearing room. <laughs> What's up? This is this is Mark K. Saves the Republican. Man, I'll tell you what, this is an emergency meeting today. This is all hands on deck. This is exactly what we've been training for. This is exactly why this podcast exists. For days like yesterday in Colorado, where the Colorado Supreme Court decides arbitrarily and without any evidence that Donald Trump should not be allowed to run for president in the state of Colorado. That he should not be on the ballot for president in the state of Colorado. That because Donald Trump committed acts uh, of insurrection against the United States of America, which fun fact, he was acquitted on by the Senate. And fun fact, he has never been charged with, indicted with, or of course convicted of in any court, in any jurisdiction, uh, even in Colorado, the lower court said, you know what? There's no really, there's no there there. We can't keep them off of the ballot. But this, this, this just bastardization of justice from a Supreme Court that are, is not a bunch of, listen, these are not these are not jurists. These are activists who don't like Donald Trump and want to do whatever they can to keep him off of the ballot in Colorado, hoping that it would start a domino effect leading to the Supreme Court. And really all they wanted to do, and, all, and this is important, all they wanted to do was force the Supreme Court to take this up because cases have already failed and been dismissed all over the country in New Hampshire, uh, in Minnesota. There was another one in, um, there was another one in, uh, where was the other one? I forget. Uh, but it was another state. It was another. Oh, it was uh, Michigan, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire. They dropped all their cases against Donald Trump. They, they've stopped trying to keep him off of the ballot because they realize it just won't, won't work. But in Colorado, these our judicial activists said, we're going to force the Supreme Court to take this up. And now the Supreme Court of the United States is going to have to rule once and for all. And this is where it gets really important. This is where this is where the Democrat gambit could fail. Because now that this is going to go to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court is, have, is going to, for, the, for all time, they're going to have to decide, did Donald Trump commit insurrection? Is Donald Trump allowed to be a candidate based on the Constitution of the United States of America? And let me pick up my original vaccine passport pocket constitution, which I carry everywhere. And if you do not have a copy of your own original vaccine passport pocket constitution, which looks like a vaccine passport on the outside, but is the Constitution of the United States, the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence and other fantastic documents all rolled into one that you can carry with you whenever uh, and wherever you go. Uh, let me check it out real quick. I'm going to go flip to the Bill of Rights here, and I'm going to read to you from uh, the 14th Amendment, and it is Section 3, and it reads thusly, where is it? Here we go. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office civil or military under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. So they're saying that if you have committed insurrection or rebellion against the United States of America, you can't hold any one of those offices. Oh, great. There goes the light. Uh, you can't hold any one of those offices. Uh, the other thing that they're saying is that, yeah, Donald Trump clearly uh, committed some kind of insurrection, even though even though, and this is important, there's been no court case. There's been no, there's been no, uh, there's been no um, a charge. 
There's been no defense. There's been no due process of law. And that's what's really important here. And that's why the, the Supreme Court has no choice but to overrule this, because typically when you are accused of something, it's proven in a court of law or it's disproven in a court of law. You're found innocent or guilty. That didn't happen here. They arbitrarily tried to remove Donald Trump from the Colorado ballot. They arbitrarily then appealed it when it was denied. And now the Supreme Court in Colorado is arbitrarily saying, you know what? We're going to go ahead and say this guy committed an insurrection, even though he's never even had the opportunity to defend himself in court against this accusation. We, we in Colorado just decided that he's an insurrectionist and therefore doesn't belong on the ballot. Now, I know what you're thinking. What does that mean for Donald Trump? Well, not really a lot because, A, Colorado's a blue state and uh, he's going to win the primary anyway, but it could have serious repercussions if this is allowed to stand. You have to fight this and you have to win. The Supreme Court has to come in and say, this is wrong. You guys are idiots. Uh, we're we're making the final decision. And that really is a burden for the Democrats. If the Supreme Court comes down and says Donald Trump can run for president, he's not an insurrectionist. Think about all of the cases that fall apart. If Donald Trump is not an insurrectionist, nobody at January 6th was an insurrectionist. They're going to have to start popping open jail cells and letting these people walk free. And then there's court cases and lawsuits and uh, retribution. It's going to be I mean, it's going to be just crazy and zany. And uh, when Donald Trump wins the presidency, he's not going to forget any of this. He's going to he has a he has a mind like a steel trap. Um, the other interesting thing is that you should remember, um, I would like to point out, and I pointed out on the news this morning, and I'll do it again, that this decision coming out of Colorado should not be shocking because Colorado was one of the first states to legalize marijuana for recreational use. And 10 years later, here we are. An unprecedented, unconstitutional, un-American, uh, and unjust decision from the Colorado State Supreme Court. One of the judges who voted against this actually said, in my 33 years on the bench, I've never seen anything like this. We made this decision based on a partial transcript from a congressional hearing, the January 6th committee, which was, I mean, you want to talk about a flawed committee. He said, there's no proof here. It's clearly a political act and it's a last ditch effort for the Democrats. The other thing I think that's interesting is that it's happening in Colorado. And I'll tell you why in just a minute. First, I'd like to play you what uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who probably has just leapfrogged everyone and planted himself firmly at the top of the vice presidential candidates list, said when this decision came down. They have just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members, people who switched to the Confederacy, from actually being able to serve. That's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. This is a hollowed out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we, the people, select our leadership, not the unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old world Europe, not the United States. That's why I'm making a pledge today that I will withdraw, I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot unless and until Trump's name is restored. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie and Nikki Haley do the same thing, or else these Republicans are simply complicit in this unconstitutional attack on the way we conduct our constitutional republic. Okay, so Vivek Ramaswamy is saying, I'm not, if Trump can't run in the primary, I'm not gonna run in the primary. And every other political candidate on the Republican side, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, they should all do the same thing. 
they should all immediately withdraw from the primary and say, we're not going to do any of this. Now, they probably won't have to because the GOP, the Colorado GOP, in fact, the guy's name is Dave Williams. Um, Dave Williams, who's the Colorado GOP chairman, he already has pledged to withdraw the entire party from the primary. He said, look, if you're going to pull these shenanigans, if you're not going to let our candidate Donald Trump on the ballot uh, in the uh, primary race, we're going to we're going to withdraw from the primary. We're going to caucus and we're going to choose Donald Trump that way. We'll just change the entire system. We'll just turn everything on its heads because of this really, really, really just horrendous decision. So if you're in Colorado and you're a Republican, you may not have a primary at all. They may have just blown up your primary. There may be no primary winner. Uh, you may be caucusing like they do in Iowa, thanks to your Supreme Court, which is clearly uh, partisan and um, and part of the deep state effort to deny Donald Trump a second term in office and to interfere in the electoral process in 2024. Now, the other thing is that when you look at when you look at uh, what's happening here in Colorado, Colorado is a it's a blue state. All right. All of these states were pretty much blue. Michigan's kind of a blue state, although Donald Trump won it in 2016. Minnesota's a blue state, although it gets close from time to time. Uh, Colorado's a blue state pretty solidly. In fact, the last Republican to win Colorado was George W. in 2004. Uh, after that, ever since then, it went for Barack Obama. It went for Barack Obama again. It went for uh, Hillary Clinton. It went for uh, Joe Biden. It went for I guess that's it. Um, but ever since 2004, Colorado has been a solidly blue state. It's been 10 electoral votes that the Democrats can put in their pocket and forget about. It's 10 votes toward that 270 to win margin that the Democrats need uh, in order to become the president. And the fact that Colorado is pulling these kinds of shenanigans, trying to keep Donald Trump off the ballot in a place where, let's face it, he probably wouldn't usually win anyway, leads me to believe that they think maybe... For the first time since 2020 years, two decades, a Republican could carry Colorado. They believe that what Joe Biden has been doing as president, what Joe Biden's policies have been doing, what Bidenomics has been doing, what all of this stuff has been doing, uh, the Democrats just desecrating your finances, destroying the border, uh, you know, debilitating the military, causing all these woke issues to pop up in places where they don't exist or where they shouldn't exist. What, what they've done in the past four years has been so destructive that I believe they believe Colorado could potentially go to Donald Trump, that Colorado could potentially go red. And that's something that they can't have. So what they're trying to do is remove Donald Trump from the ballot in an effort to avoid any of that from happening, because that would be embarrassing for the Democrats. Uh, and it would be a huge coup for Donald Trump. Now, uh, the, the process here kind of goes like this. This will, I imagine right now they're standing on the steps of Donald Trump's lawyers, Alina Hobb, all these people, they're standing on the steps of the Supreme Court. They're waiting. The doors probably are going to open in like 10 minutes. They're going to bustle in. They're going to file their briefs and their complaints and they're going to appeal. And they're going to say, we want you to hear this in the Supreme Court. You have to hear this. It's a travesty of justice, yada, yada, yada. Uh, what the Colorado Supreme Court has said is that if an appeal is filed before the deadline for the ballots to be printed, which is January 5th. So if an appeal is filed before the deadline, which is January the 5th, then they will stay their decision. And that means that Donald Trump's name will appear on the ballot. If, however, an appeal is not filed by Donald Trump's team, or if the Supreme Court comes back with a decision upholding their ruling, then Donald Trump will not appear on the primary ballot. So the way it looks now, I mean, 
it's it's Christmas, you know. The Supreme Court, they're already they're already wrapping up gifts. They're planning their 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 you know Christmas parties. They're looking to take a couple days off. They may just announce that they will hear this case in the new year, forcing Colorado's Supreme Court to stay their decision and keeping Donald Trump on the ballot until the Supreme Court can hear arguments next year. I imagine that's probably what's going to happen. So if you're in Colorado, rest assured, Donald Trump will be on your ballot because they're just, I mean, they're rushing it. They're rushing this decision. And I think that's part of the play here. I think that they wanted the Supreme Court to hear the appeal, but they did it in such a manner where there wasn't enough time to actually remove Donald Trump from the ballot if an appeal were formulated, which it will be. If that makes any sense there, they want to be basically they want to look tough, but they don't actually want to be tough because if Donald Trump's name isn't on the ballot, that's a whole that's a whole other poop show that we'll have to get into uh, at a later date. Anyway, we'll get into all of this on the Mark K show uh, a little later on today. That's noon Eastern 11 Central on all of our Patriot Radio Network radio stations. We also stream it everywhere. Um, you can check it out. Also, don't forget, since Christmas is coming, the untold story of Christmas will be popping up. Uh, in mailboxes, not before Christmas. But if you'd like to get your copy, go to theuntoldstoryofchristmas.com. Theuntoldstoryofchristmas.com. In addition to the written book, which again, we cannot guarantee before Christmas because the post office. Um, in addition to that, though, you can get the audio book where I read the story to you and you can listen along. You can also get a, a downloadable copy of the book so you can read it and listen to it. And then eventually when it does come in, you can enjoy it with your family and make it part of your holiday traditions. Also, you can get an autographed copy if that's what you'd like. So uh, the untold story of Christmas.com is where to go for that. Uh, keep listening to the Marque Show. Download this podcast. Subscribe to this channel. Um, we broadcast. We live stream on locals every single every single weekday. Uh, so you can watch us there. Uh, and of course, if you're on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you are, just keep getting this. This is what we like. Like I said, this is the day we've been training for. This is what this is all about. The attacks are getting, they're ramping up the attacks. They're getting more and more political. They're getting more and more ridiculous. And it's more and more important for all of us to know who's attacking us, how they're attacking us, and how, of course, we can fight back so that we can all elect Donald Trump next year. We can all turn this country around. We can rip the power away from these demonic deviants who are, who are trying to destroy our country. And we can all save the republic.